0: Welcome to the Single to Soulmate podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration and guidance on the path to finding true love. I'm your host, Tanya Alberti, a spiritual relationship and manifestation coach here to help support you on your journey towards attracting a soul aligned partnership. Each week we'll explore powerful insights, practical tips, and transformative techniques that will empower you to create the love life you've always dreamed of. Are you tired of feeling stuck in your love life? Do you long for a deep and meaningful connection with a partner who truly understands and supports you? Well, you're in the right place. The Single to Soulmate podcast is designed specifically for those who are ready to break free from old patterns, heal their hearts, and manifest a soulmate relationship. And as your guide on this journey, I'll be sharing my years of experience and expertise in the realms of spiritual growth, personal development, and conscious manifestation. I'll help you tap into your intuitive awareness, embrace your authenticity, and show up as your best and highest self. Together, we'll delve into the power of self-love, healing from past wounds, and harnessing the principles of manifestation to attract the love you desire. Each episode of the Single to Soulmate podcast is carefully crafted to provide you with actionable insights and practical strategies. You'll gain valuable tools to navigate the challenges of modern dating, enhance your communication skills, and cultivate a deep soul level intimacy with your partner. We'll explore topics like setting healthy boundaries, building self-confidence, and trusting your intuition in matters of the heart. So whether you're single in a new relationship or just navigating the complexities of a long-term partnership, this podcast is your trusted companion. You'll find inspiration, motivation, and guidance to support you on your quest for love. Together, we'll transform your relationship with yourself and others, creating a foundation of love, trust, and mutual growth. So if you're ready to embark on a transformative journey towards finding your soulmate, make sure to hit that subscribe button and join me every week on the Single to Soulmate podcast. Together, we'll unlock the secrets to attracting a love that aligns with your truest self. Get ready to manifest the relationship of your dreams. Any relationship you have, we go through a honeymoon period, right? There's that chemistry, there's the physical attraction, it's the pheromone attraction, it's all the sexual energy and that sexual tension and when you really like somebody and you're really into them there's that that intense draw and that sexual connection right but once you settle into a relationship and you settle into like being together all the time hanging out more you get to know each other better you know you settle you're more comfortable with each other that fiery, passionate, oh my God, I can't keep my hands off of you does go away in about four or five years. I know because I am with my soulmate. And when I was first with him, we could not keep our hands off each other. And it was like that. It lasted a long time. It did. It lasted a long time. Now, it doesn't mean you don't have a very active sex life. It just means you're not like all crazy about oh my god I can't keep my hands off you I mean that just that doesn't last like that it doesn't and if you think it's gonna then you're in for a rude awakening because that's just not natural it doesn't last about five years or so down the road you're gonna be into normalcy into normal life normal living you're living you know status quo day by day going through things now you still have physical traction for each other but that fiery intense like oh my god I have to have you now energy isn't there so, um, it is very much about that heart centered energy. So when I feel, um, I don't gonna use this as a reference, my own life as a reference here, I was married previously and I was very young. I made a mistake. I talk about this all the time. I knew I made a mistake. It was very much about my low self-esteem and, Wanting to be with somebody anybody who would marry me thinking if I as long as I was married, I would be okay Yeah, well, that's obviously not the case, but um, My first marriage I married somebody who I was just friends with I was never really attracted to him I was never really in love with him. I cared about him as a friend. He was funny. We got along great He made me laugh, but I was never really sexually attracted to him. So being intimate was very difficult for me because i just wasn't into it right and even though i cared about him from a loving perspective i loved him like a brother like a family member like i did love him but i wasn't in love with him and i had a very very difficult time being intimate so fast forward, we finally end up realizing that, yeah, this is a mystery, blah, blah, blah. We got divorced. And then I met my now husband, who is my soulmate. Well, we've been together going on almost 15 years now. And um, even though that chemistry of that intense passion from the very beginning of the relationship isn't there, because I am so in love with him, and yes, those loving feelings, Disperse that honeymoon feeling fades, but the love is different. It's a different kind of love. So I have that heart to heart connection, that passionate connection to him, that I love you. You are my mate connection with him. So because of that connection, yes, I still am very physically attracted to him. Do I think about sex all the time? No, of course not. But when we get in bed and we're hugging each other and I'm like, hey, what's up? Right. You know, because the passion is still there right and so the passion doesn't go away but that into that that initial chemistry i'm talking about that initial like the newness of it that goes away and if you are not having a heart to heart connection with somebody on that kind of level where you are truly loving somebody and loving them for who they are and you know working things out and cuz no relationship is perfect right we have ups and downs and um we've had fights and we've had problems and things like that even though we are soulmates yes i know we are but we've also had to go through we're human right our human stuff and going through healing our triggers and our wounds and all that stuff and working through all that stuff together but the more we've grown together the more we've healed together the more that love connection is there. So that bond is always there. And yes, we operate extremely different from men. Men are very visual. They're very um, in the moment. They're very um, hormone driven when it comes to sex. They're very visual when it comes to sex. Women are totally different. There has to be that love. Because if that was the case, if it was just hormone related, I would have been able to sleep with my ex-husband, no problem. But I wasn't able to. because I had to force myself to do it because regardless of whether it was horny or not because the heart-to-heart connection wasn't there that's the difference that's what i'm trying to say
1: yeah i can totally relate to that like my first husband like um our trust was gone and also like we're having like a financially stressful situation so it was very difficult for me to get into like because in order to feel sexually, um, you know, desiring your partner, you have to be safe and you have to be relaxed, right? The way you're having financial strain or stress or, you know, you lost trust toward your partner, it's very difficult to get into that feeling, you know? It was like gone. Um, I always do love him, part of me but it was very difficult to have any kind of like desire you know and when you are like heart centered and when your heart is gone like in his case he, we are like love at first sight so there definitely like attraction was there physical attraction and everything um but that's like definitely goes away after like you know, having the everyday life, and you are uh, living together and experience with each other, and a lot of things happens. And then you know, when you are in extremely like, painful situation, it's like, it's very difficult to, to feel desire when your uh, partner let you down, you know, and To me, like part of the, I mean, not part, the huge reason why I left, because it's very difficult to regain trust once your partner betrayed you, you know, and it was very difficult for me to get back into like, because, because of that experience, I learned how important it is to, to married a couple uh, to have a sexual desire for each other, you know, because that's really important for men. And it's important for us female too, but more so important for men. So because they do have a libido and they have a strong desire physically too. And, you know, if that department is, um, kind of gone because you lost trust and then stressed out financially it's very difficult to keep on going
0: yeah trust is a big thing trust is huge um i'm quite sure (laughs) any woman can tell you that if they've ever been cheated on they're not gonna be like ready to jump right into bed with somebody cheated on them because they know, you know, Hey, I can't trust you. And that again, it's one of those things, you know, women are so much more tied to their emotions when it comes to our sexual energy. So we are, you know, and I'm not saying there's not um, exceptions to the rule, you know, I'm sure there are, but most women are very tied to their emotions when it comes to sex. So this is why it's difficult for women who are like, okay, I'm just going to be a player. I'm going to go get you know, get satisfied and be done and live my corporate life and be in my masculine energy and not worry about it and then I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, well that only lasts for so long and before long you're going to end up having feelings for somebody. And it just it can't be avoided right? It's just one of those things. So I think when it comes to really guarding your heart, right? Um, just, it all comes down to knowing yourself, you know, knowing how you are. You know, if you're someone who falls easily, who gets emotionally involved easily when it comes to sex, then don't rush right in. You know, most people rush right into sex, like the second date they're having sex. Honestly, and this is not to be a prude, and it's certainly not to be like, oh, don't have sex before you're married. That's not it at all. It's about getting to know someone. You get to know someone first. The more you get to know them, you build trust. Once you build trust, then you can go from there and have the experience of having intimacy and physical contact, because you have to have trust first. If you don't trust them, if you don't have trust established, how do you know they're not going to fuck around on you? How do you know they're not going to hurt you? How do you know they're not sleeping around? How do you know they're not lying to you? How do you know they're not going to give you a sexually transmitted disease? Seriously, how do you know? You don't. You have to build trust. And how do you build trust? By getting to know somebody. And it takes a while to get to know somebody. But the problem is, is so many women dive right into bed with somebody before they even know them. And if you're there for a booty call, fine. So be it. Have a booty call. But if you're going to get emotionally involved, you know, it's it's going to be a problem.
1: Betraying trust is not just uh, cheating. But let's say, you know, everybody do have... Um what you're gonna deal breaker and my deal breaker was I wanted my ex-husband to be who he is presenting himself who he is and I didn't want to have any surprise after I got married and that was a deal breaker you know Um, everybody do have a different kind of requirement but I don't really see any point of presenting yourself differently from who you really are, because um, courtship or dating is to see if you get along by being who you are. So any kind of um, trust is gone because how can you be with someone who is kind of fake, you know? But anyhow, um, any level of lying or you can like, it's very difficult to trust a guy who say one thing and does different thing. You know, it's he's what he says and what he does is not consistent, you know, and that gives a lot of women stress. And of course, when you are having stressed out, it's very difficult to feel sexual toward your partner. so. There are a lot of different level of um, between trust and then losing trust toward a partner. So building hard desire is also building trust and building comfort with each other. It's not like I always think, think about having sex with you and I don't want to have lunch or dinner. Let's have sex. That's probably in the beginning of the relationship, but after marriage or long-term relationship, that kind of calm down. But once you get in the mood, the um, chemistry is still there. Like desire is still there. Passion is still there when you are um, not in the karmic relationship, but the, you know, soulmate relationship or some of you may have a twin flame relationship or whatever, you know? So when there is a chemistry and the spark between uh, you and him, when you get into the mood, that's like the um, benchmark you wanna kind of have. It's not like you have to feel sexual all the time, that's maybe for guys, but for female, we have so much stuff to take care of it's not about sex it's about kids it could be your career it could be everything right so sex is like one among one thing of many things you have to take care of in a day so in order for you to also focus on that because your husband (coughs) your husband likes it or whatever so like. It is very important to feel attracted to your husband too, because I was, you know, I was dating this guy. I wasn't really into, like attracted to him, but he was very persistent. So I gave in because I was very like, you know, young. And then um, I, I won't I will not make any mistake anymore of that. So I was thinking, you know, he's nice and someday I'll I'll feel attracted to him. It never did you know, it never did. So I broke up. So I did learn the lesson. So, you know, people say, Oh, you know, you fall in love with the heart. But that's like kind of like PC talk. I really think we need to feel attracted to our guy in certain degree too. It's kind of impossible to turn 180 to the guy you didn't feel attracted to but like he's very consistent and aggressive so you gave in it just doesn't work that way
0: yeah I know because that's exactly what happened with me (laughs) not that my ex-husband is aggressive but I like I remember so many times and not to get too personal information out there but I remember so many times like I would dread uh, going to bed at night because I know he would lean over and want to have sex. And I was like, oh, don't touch me. Like, don't touch me. (laughs) I was so grossed out. I'm like, please don't touch me. And um, it was hard. It was hard. (laughs) You know, and that was before I decided to divorce him. I'm just like, okay, well, we have kids. I'll focus on having kids. I'll do it just for the sake of having kids. Like I rationalized everything. It was such a disaster. Like I was just so in my woundedness and my inner child and, and all these things and the, being the people pleaser and feeling like I had to satisfy everybody else instead of myself. So, yeah, I was just in a really bad place. But I had to go inside and do that inner work and heal myself in order to recognize that, yeah, relationships aren't meant to be a sacrifice, right? You're not meant to sacrifice all of your wants and needs for somebody else's happiness um it's okay to love somebody you know and i felt bad because i loved him i did love him you know i still do you know we're very good friends and um i felt bad i didn't want to hurt him and i knew he loved me i knew he loved me like that and i didn't love him like that and that was really hard i had to make some hard decisions but that was a very much a soul lesson that i was learning you know so that was a big lesson my soul was learning about um, standing up for myself and speaking up for my needs and what I wanted and and doing it in a compassionate way and being like, hey, listen, you know, I just feel like we're not right for each other. And, you know, I love you like a friend. I love you like a brother. I will always love you. You're hysterical, you're funny, you're the father of my children, but I'm just not into you like that, (laughs) you know? And it was hard. It was really, really hard. That was a very difficult time in my life. But, I'll tell you, that was never going to change. It was never going to change. No matter how many ways I tried to talk myself into it, I tried to rationalize around it, I tried to make myself do it, I tried to suck it up, you know, I made my bed, I'm going to lie in it, he's the father of my kids, I'm just going to do it anyway. You know, I, I couldn't make myself do it because I was going against my truth, right? I was going against my authentic self. And I wasn't being true to me. And you can't sacrifice for other people. You just can't. You can't sacrifice, you know, for a partner. You can't sacrifice yourself. I mean, you can only go so far before you start to have regrets so and before you start to have resentment. So it's really important to pay attention to what it is that you want and know yourself. Know yourself well and have those, you um, have the ability to have enough compassion for yourself and for your partner to be like, hey, listen, this is what I need. This is what I want. You know, I feel like I can't trust you. So let me have compassion for myself enough to walk away from a situation. You know, a lot of people don't walk away because they're like, oh, well, I'm afraid. I don't want to be alone. Okay, well, that's fine. But you're doing yourself a disservice because you're not honoring yourself, you're not being true to your soul, you're not being true to yourself, you're you're harming the other person because the other person could probably be with somebody else too. So, you
1: know, it's just stuff stuff to think about. You know, I I remember like uh, at at the very end of my marriage, uh, I couldn't even wash my um, laundry with his stuff. I just couldn't, sounds so bad. But like, when you feel so disconnected emotionally, like, that is a sign to understand, like, okay, um, my love is like, done. And they, like Tonya said, um, you have to make a decision, right? Um, I did hear the word from a guy you know marriage long distance relationship you know all this uh, passion and the feeling come and goes i'm not really sure about that if that is true you know because when you are having like true soulmate relationship like the even like when you're having a difficult time your love and your sexual desire is always there because you are connected with heart with your partner like it's always there so i'm not really sure Come and goes maybe that's like guys point of view but like i'm very heart connected i'm a very like feminine energy oriented so when my heart is gone like it's a very difficult to get it back. Like, you know, I even tried um, during my marriage, and it was very difficult to get it back. And then when you can get it back, you just have to give give up, you know, because like Tony was saying, when you are like trying to stick into that relationship, you are definitely doing disservice service toward yourself and your partner, because some religions they're saying you have to be together until death apart or whatever. But when we look at our soul contract in Akashic record, some marriage are temporary until you finish the lesson or you complete your contract. Then you have another partner who is waiting for you and waiting for him. So in my case, you know, my ex-husband met um he thought i'm i was love of his life right and he met his second wife and then you know we are friendly so i asked him like oh you know how you feeling and he was saying oh i'm happy happier like today more than yesterday every time like you know he's with his um wife he's happier today more than yesterday. Every day he's happier and happier. So I felt so happy about that because, so I made a decision for me, but I made a decision for him too, because he met his soulmate, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: And that's how it works. Not all relationships are meant to last for forever. And that's what people need to understand. You know, some relationships have a end set point and that's okay. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think Disney and media has fed us this storyline of oh, you meet your prince charming and then it's happily ever after. Well, sometimes, sometimes yes. Yeah. Sometimes you have your soulmate out there and you have a soul connection, a soul contract with somebody. And it is a lifetime marriage. It is a lifetime relationship, but not always, you know. Sometimes that person leaves. Sometimes that person, it might be a soul contract for that person to cheat on you, to teach you some lessons about learning to love and forgive and let go. It could be that that person dies in order for you to experience grief. I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen, you know, when you think that, oh, I'm gonna be with this person for the rest of my life. Well, you know, you don't really know. So the soul has a plan and those contracts are made before we ever incarnate. So all you can do is really enjoy the time you have together, focus on yourself, focus on where you are, your own growth, your own healing, And if you're coupled with somebody, you know, you move and grow together. You know, you work on things together as they come up, you know, as situations come up, as triggers come up, as wounds, you know, get resurfaced, and you work on them together and you heal those things together and you move through life together. And it can be a beautiful experience, you know. Um, I know that as hard as it may sound, you know, we come into this life. As an individual, we leave as an individual. So yes, relationships are beautiful. They're beautiful. And the partnership is beautiful. It's a beautiful way to grow and experience life and enjoy this experience on this earthly plane with another soul that you have this deep connection to. But we have this deep connection because of source. We have this deep connection this deep longing to be in love because that is our desire to be back with source you know we feel separate in this dimension like we experience all this illusion of separation and the longing the seeking the desiring to be loved to be in loved is because we are longing for source so yes that relationship can be fulfilling But ultimately what fills you is your connection to the divine and, and being back with the divine. So we're all individuals having our own individual experience, our own individual journey. So as much as you want to be partnered, as much as you want your partner to go with you, it's still your soul, your journey, unless you're a twin flame, you know, but I mean, it's your soul, your individual soul. So your experience is going to be what it is. And yes, we have soul families and we contract together and we have experiences in different lifetimes together and things like that. That's a whole other story. But ultimately, you're here by yourself and you will leave this earth by yourself. So that being said, you know, it's your journey. So stay focused on your growth, your evolution. And when you're connected with this other person that you love so much, just know that you know, when it comes to the sexual energy, sexual energy is creative. It is a creative force, but it's very much different in the feminine as opposed to the masculine. So that creation, that creative force can be used for a lot of things. So, you know, don't just willingly give it away. You know, I think today in society, there's so many people who are just, you know, it's just been programmed into us that, oh yeah, a fling is fine. You know, oh yeah, just, you know, Have a booty call go get laid and be done with it and you know get your rocks off and have fun well yeah but that's not emotionally fulfilling and that's not i mean it it can be okay for a while but i think you're fooling yourself i think if you really go deep down and get honest with yourself that is not fulfilling to a woman Because women crave that connection, that heart-to-heart connection. And that sexual experience is very much about the heart center and the sexual creative force. It's not a one and done. Um, We're just programmed differently. And if you're really honest with yourself, I bet if you get down and look and deep down, deep down, deep down, you probably want that connection too. So don't be fooling yourself. I think a lot of people fool themselves and trick themselves just for the sake of um, not having to experience hurt and pain.
1: And just because guy wants to have a sex with you, that doesn't mean he wants to have a relationship or marry you. So, you know, um, it's very important for a female to be smart, you know, Just because we give ourselves to a guy doesn't mean you get the love, you know, he just, he he just, he may just leave. So it's very important to be selective who you share your sexual desire and heart desire with, because it's very difficult to share that with anybody and everybody because you're special, right? And you want to share that with a special person. And, you know, a lot of times when a girl is sleeping with a guy hoping he'll change his mind to to become more than a friend with benefit or whatever that is, Um, is, you're just wasting your energy, body count, and also, um, the important um, energy, like essence of who you are. You're sharing who you are as an essence when you make love to a guy. So, you know, when you love yourself and you know how special you are, means you're very special. So you're not going to share the special thing with anybody, like, Guy has to be qualified. Everybody do have a standard. So, you know, everybody have different standard. So according to your standard, that this person qualified to even share the bed with you when you are the one who might want to sleep with a guy when you're dating instead of being a boyfriend, you know, you still need to have some kind of standard. To see this person codifies. and then uh, sleeping with a person doesn't mean you can you get this person to be your boyfriend or husband. So I don't care what guy says, girls be smart. Like don't listen to whatever the um nonsense guys are saying. They they'll say anything to get you in bed. That's the truth. So um date more to understand what men are all about so you become more smart and you understand what you're looking for
0: yeah exactly and i'll tell
1: you something as somebody who
0: really struggled with self-worth i spent so much of my 20s seeking validation from relationships. And I slept with guys that I had no feelings for. I slept with guys in order to get a sense of validation and feeling like I was okay. I was good enough. I was pretty thinking that, oh, maybe they like me. And it was like a one night stand. All they wanted was sex. And that was it. And it left me feeling like crap. It left me feeling like crap. Like I tried to trick my mind into thinking that oh yeah, they must like me. They must want to be with me. They must think I'm pretty or whatever. And in order to get like that dopamine hit, that that sense of validation. But ultimately, all it did was leave me feeling really, really shitty about myself. Even worse, even worse. And it was such a dark, low place to be. And that happened on many occasions, like at least four or five that I can think of that I remember. And, um, It's not good. You feel used. You feel like a piece of just disposable garbage. There's no connection. And we women are not programmed that way. You can fool yourself. You can try to fool yourself all day long that, oh yeah, I'm out there to hit it and quit it. Okay, fine. I promise you reality is going to set in one day and you're going to feel lonely and you're going to feel like, okay, what am I? I'm just an object. I mean, women have been objectified by the patriarchy for millennia. And that is part of the programming, right? That women are property, that women are just things, that we are to be used, our bodies are to be used. I've heard men have conversations, even in my own family, and it it really bothers me. I've heard men in my family have conversations about women and how the whores and the sluts and the trash. Oh yeah, get get sex from them, but they're not wife material. The wife material are the ones who can cook and clean and raise children. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So, you know, men look at still look at women as disposable and it's that patriarchal mindset. So be careful. When you're dating, if you are really sincerely looking for love, you need to protect and guard your Sexuality. Do not give your body away to just anybody. Don't. I don't care how much you like them. You know, get to know them first because I promise you, unless you're really just looking for sex and to be done with it, if you really truly want a relationship and you want that heart to heart connection, hold out. Don't have sex with them right away. Don't. Don't do it. I know it's a normal thing nowadays to do, but just because it's a normal thing to do doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. And I promise you people get hurt that way. And I know cause I'm speaking from experience.
1: You know, some of my guy friends were talking about like, um, this girl, everyone knew like she was like, you know, sleeping with everybody they know. So like, they're like, Oh, no one wants a girl uh, being around the block. And there is a double standard, right? Um, Guys can sleep as many as they can. And then we, that's not um, encouraged for women. Um, For various reasons, but like, you know, let's say if I have son, I would tell him to sleep around as much as possible without getting disease. And then without getting a lady pregnant, because a lot of times when guy is like inexperienced, um, being with the ladies, he will get piece of crap, you know, uh, because when you're ex inexperienced, You don't really see through the tricks and the manipulations and then those um, narcissistic women and the selfish ones, he can't tell because he's inexperienced. So I don't want my son to be like that. So I will tell him to go fuck around. But when it comes to my daughter, you know, when I have her or them in the future, I'll tell her, be very selective, and then look what man does to you. Because when a guy is into you, he'll spend his energy, time, money. And that's true. And then when a guy think like you're disposable, he try not to spend, like he tried to save or be cheap. Do not spend any energy. Do not spend any time do not spend any money, which is true. And it is double standard, but it's not about how society is built. It's like, I think um, the psyche is engraved into man's head and stuff like that. So like, you know, you are kind of like level and you're going to sleep as many months as possible and they get a nice husband it's very difficult to, it's very difficult to have that. You know, if everybody know like, oh, you slept with hundreds of guys, um, very few um, spiritually awakened guy can accept you. But when you're, we are talking about regular um, guys, they can't. I'm not talking about regular like average guy, I'm talking about guys in general because they want, they want women, they can feel safe that you're not going to go out and cheat around when you're married to him, right? You want, they want uh, someone who is loyal to him. And a lot of guys are insecure in general, so they need evidence, like, you know, try to see the evidence, like if she can be faithful to you when you become his wife. And of course, obviously he's gonna look for the a girl who is not sleeping around like, a uh, Jezebel, you know, <laughs> so it's, it's your choice. But if you're looking to have a stable long-term relationship or marriage, um, I do recommend my daughters or people I care not to sleep around because one, you're cheapening yourself and the two um, guy looking at you as a discount of goods. Okay. When you discount yourself, the selling yourself cheap. It's almost like your dollar store material instead of LMS, you know? So that's all I have to say in that department.
0: Yeah, hundred percent true. And that's so true. And unfortunately it is a double standard. It is a double standard, but that's the way it is. And until things change you know in the patriarchy until things change and men grow up with a deeper sense of heart center connection which will happen eventually but right now men really are programmed for sex and they are programmed to get what they can get when they can get it they don't give two shits who it's with if somebody's willing to put out more power to them, they can do it with no feelings attached. And they can do it for a long time with no feelings attached. Like, I know for a fact, because I, (laughs) not to air my dirty laundry, but there was a guy that I really liked a lot that um, was, we were having like a situationship, like it was basically just sex. And I really thought that, you know, eventually, you know, we would be dating, but no, all he wanted was sex, and that was it. That was it. Like literally, that was it. And I, and after I ended that, I was like so ashamed of myself because I'm like, oh my god, here I am thinking like I was deluding myself, thinking that he liked me. He didn't give two shits about me. He just wanted somebody to fuck. And and as embarrassing as that is, that's what the situation was. I was a fuck buddy. Like we were friends. I liked him, we worked together, you know? And um, we hung out and stuff, but we never, like he wasn't interested in dating me. He didn't want me as a girlfriend. I was a fuck buddy. And I've had that on more than one occasion. Unfortunately, I can say I've had at least three or four guys that I've been fuck buddies with. And it was all based around my low self-esteem. Because in all of those situations, did I want to be a fuck buddy? No, I didn't. I wanted a relationship. But I thought the doorway to get into a relationship was to have sex. And oh, they'll want me. They'll want to be with me. They'll want to spend time with me. No, they didn't. They they never gave two shits about me. All they wanted was wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Move on. I'll call you when I'm horny. And that was it. And sadly, sadly, My self-esteem was so low, that was enough for me. That was enough for me at that point in my life. Because I thought, well, at least they think I'm sexually attractive. That's how low my self-esteem was. That's how low I had a sense of self-worth. And that's what's so sad to me. It's really sad to me. Because women who are like that, women who are willing to just put themselves out there and just have sex and not think anything of it... um, I really just, I really feel that they all have such sense of, such a low sense of self-esteem that they are kidding themselves because I'm telling you women are programmed different. Women are programmed to have sex as a way of emotional expression and connection and that heart center connection. And women are not built that way. Women are not built to have sex like robots. Just to have sex, to have the experience, to get off and be done. Women aren't built that way. And if you think you are, I really think you need to have an honest conversation with yourself. And it's sad to me. It's sad to me that there are girls out there that think that they can just continue to have sex with as many guys as they want because they think that those guys will start to pay attention to them because they think that attention is better than no attention at all because that's how I used to be. And it's a sad place. And that's what the healing needs to happen. That's where you need to start working on that self-esteem, start working on healing, doing that inner work, because you deserve more than that. You deserve more than that.
1: Yeah, 100%. And so like when, um, let's say you are in that relationship, or you're wondering if you are in that relationship or friend with benefit, situationship, the, the best way to measure it is completely opposite from um, a guy who is chasing you and want to be with you. Because when guy wants to be with you, I don't care how busy he is, right? This is my experience. I don't care he's like a busy CEO or entrepreneur in the world. I don't care. He makes time for you. When he says all this bullshit excuse, like, uh, oh, you know, I got to do laundry or all this bullshit excuse, they are not really good. I'm talking about men. <laughs> men are not good at uh, uh, lying. So, like, they're going to give you all this bullshit excuse, like, uh, all the time. And he doesn't have a time for you. He doesn't really want to spend the time with you. And... Quality of sex might not be that good, maybe in the beginning, but he's not going to put any effort to make you feel good because it's all about him. And also, definitely not going to spend money on you because spending money is investment. So if he sees you as a wifey material, someone he wants to spend the future with, he'll definitely spend the money. Even if he doesn't have that much, like my ex-husband, try to find the money to spend money on you. I mean, that's the truth. So money, energy, time, uh, when he's into you, he spend as much as he can. If he's wealthy, he definitely going to spend money on you. I mean, I would, you know, for my girl. (laughs) So, you know, when he doesn't and he makes excuse why he can't, you're just temporarily. you're just a placeholder. Um, even if you're in the relationship, you may be just placeholder, like until somebody better comes along. So watch out for that indication. And if you are wondering, okay, all we do is sex. Um, that's kind of like a good indication on top of, he doesn't spend anything, no money, no energy, no uh, time except you know uh talk talk you into have sex with you with him i mean that's a good like indication and uh when you are like deeply hurt and traumatized by men that's very like minority you may just want to have sex you may you may not have any kind of emotional connection but that's very rare case if you are um not traumatized by man, and you are seeking for the relationship. I mean, you will know, like, somewhere in your mind, you may notice, like, no matter how much, like, try to uh, fool yourself, like, oh, one day he's gonna lo- look at me or whatever, but like, you will notice he's not spending anything on you no time, no money, no energy. So that's what you may want to look into and then make a decision because there are guys out there. Like guys are like everywhere. And then don't waste your time on the guy who doesn't really spend anything on you, you know? It's not about like some people they say, hey, it's it's 2023 and 50-50. So if he wants to have a sex, I wanna have a sex. Like um that's like not truthful, authentic um, attitude. Because do you really want to have sex with him, and that's it, or you want to have a relationship? You know, you really need to ask yourself on that. And then when you're in relationship and you experienced some kind of a uh, trust is lost for whatever the reason, and then your sexual desire is gone you do have a choice either you want to build the trust again with your partner or if it doesn't come back you gotta leave because there again other guys are out there you can build relationship with it doesn't have to be this person
0: and that's the thing i mean you there's there's a, <laughs> there's so many people out there there's so many people out there you know don't limit yourself don't limit yourself please, please, please. You know, like I, I love to tell people to date more than one person at a time. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, meet as many people as you can. Put yourself out there. Put yourself out there in a way that, you know, people get to know you. People get to see you. People get to meet you. You know, be on more than one dating site. Go out and join social groups. Go out and join singles groups. Go put yourself out there. And, at the very least, you'll meet new friends, right? At the very least. So, spend time getting to know people. Get to know people. Build that trust factor. Build the trust up. Don't just trust anybody. Don't trust everybody. Because listen, I used to be the most naive person in the world. I used to trust everyone. And my husband told me this all the time. He's like, you're the smartest dumb person I know. <laughs> because he's like, you have no straight sense. He goes, You're book smart. He goes, you have no common sense. He goes, you trust everyone. He goes, the people take advantage of you all the time. Because I just never believed, like, I don't know. I just lived in my own little happy world where I just believed that everybody told me the truth. I just thought everybody always told me the truth. That everybody nobody lied to me. Nobody took advantage of me. Everybody was always honest. And uh It caused me a lot of problems in my life, not just with men, but with friendships, even. Like so many people took advantage of me because I was so naive. And I just was like, oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Because I just, I I don't know. I just was raised. I don't know. I don't know if it was how I was raised or just how I am. But I just always believed people when I just believed them when I just thought they were telling the truth. And I had to learn that trust is something that has to be earned. That you don't automatically just trust anyone. Trust is earned and you only earn trust when you get to know somebody. And they have to earn their trust. Make it, it, it's, it's a precious gift. Trust is sacred, it's a gift. When you're trusting somebody, you're trusting them with your heart, with your emotions, with your feelings, with your desires, with the deep part of you, you're trusting them with you, with your heart. And to give your heart to somebody, you absolutely need to trust them first. And trust is earned, it's earned. And it's only earned by getting to know somebody.
1: And you know, I know how come um, you and I are like, believing in trusting other people because you know, like, People who are like us, or those of you who are spiritually awakened, understand the stashid, we came from different planet where everybody is that way. So it was very difficult for or unbelievable to think other people are dictating something different from what we are so familiar with, right? But yeah, I felt the same way. Like all these people in my work experience and all that kind of thing, I trusted these people. And then, you know, they wanted to big piece of meat, so they stab you in your back, you know, that happens. So, you know, when something like that happens, you become really smart and then you learn like, oh my God, you know, you can just trust like with face value, you just, People do need to earn trust. So some of my friends are saying like, oh I trust people. Like I was like, okay, that's fine for how she operates, but I was like, I don't trust anybody unless they have give me a reason to. Sound bitter, but you know, you build trust. So in the beginning of the relationship, it's zero, not hundred. That's how I see it. Exactly. I mean, you're
0: going into a relationship with somebody you don't even know them. How do you think you can trust them? You don't even know them. Take the time to get to know them. That is like the biggest thing. Take time to allow that trust to build. And then once you start trusting them, then you can move forward from there. And then once you know that you can trust them, then you, you know, have the intimate moments and the physical contact. Otherwise, you're just going to get hurt. And people wonder why they're always ending up getting hurt. They're always stuck in these patterns. That's why. That's why. That's one of the reasons why anyway. So that's really how I would end it and wrap it up today. Um, I don't know if I have much more to say. I don't know, Erica. Do you have more to add to the conversation?
1: No, really. But, you know, I trust is really important to build hot desire so you can build sexual desire. So important that equation. And uh, don't let anybody in, especially men uh, who are, who didn't really um get your credibility. You know, so I don't really believe in like, meet three times in date and sleeping with someone like you just met this person three times. He's st- still a stranger, you know. That's, that's my, my common sense. So be smart and then you don't have to act and be like everybody else. Be you.
0: Thank you for joining me on today's episode of single to Soulmate. I hope the insights and guidance shared here have been valuable to you on your journey towards deep and fulfilling love, but it doesn't have to end here. Let's expand and deepen our connection beyond the podcast. Follow me on Instagram at I am underscore Tanya Alberti, where I share daily tips and techniques for tapping into your intuition, connecting to your soul and divine guidance, manifestation, healing the heart, and calling in your sacred union. It's a space where we delve into conscious relationships and all the transformative elements that contribute to creating soul aligned partnerships. I also invite you to join my vibrant Facebook community, The Relationship Revolution, Co-Creating Conscious Connections. Now, this is not just a place for random posts or memes about being single. It is a community based on vibrational resonance for those who really desire to shift what's holding them back from truly connecting on a soul level with their perfect person. So whether you're single or already partnered, this community is for you. In the group, I host twice weekly live teachings, provide workbooks, PDFs, meditations, and a whole library of resources to support your journey to love. You'll find the link to join in the show notes. Now, if you found value in the Single to Soulmate podcast, I would deeply appreciate your support. Please take a moment to leave a review. Your feedback not only helps me improve, but it also assists me in reaching more individuals who are seeking guidance and inspiration on their own love journey. Thank you for being a part of my growing community. Remember, love is your birthright and your soul aligned connection is waiting for you. Stay committed to your journey and remain open to the infinite possibilities. And until next time, keep shining your light and embracing the love that is meant for you.